What if there was a different way to enjoy food and engage in life? Beyond the barrage of nutrition hype, the shoulds, and the judgment, beyond the constant striving to be thinner, fitter, someone other than who you really are, what if there was a way to eat that is mindful, non-judgmental, joyful, empowering, a way that leads to feeling better, having more energy, and living your best life? You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to VegHead Speaks. How are all of my plant-based, plant-eating, plant-forward uh, friends out there? This is episode uh, 53. So glad you're here joining me. And I thought today we would talk about how to do some quick plant-based cooking tips. Uh, I, this is a question I most often get. Uh, just people seem they're a little intimidated about uh, plant-based nutrition and plant-based eating because it seems hard. It seems really hard or something foreign about it, which I find really interesting because there's nothing easier in my, now that I'm used to it. Okay. So I do remember what it feels like to start finding new recipes and really learning about how to put the flavors together and that sort of thing. So, but uh, you know, I just recently did a, a zoom at a local, um, uh, ACC group. It's a, more of a senior center uh, that I went in and I taught about plant-based nutrition and how beneficial, of course, it is for our health and to avoid the chronic um, illnesses, but really how to get started and what can you do to get started. And afterwards, I got talking to some of the participants because it was both in person and also on Zoom. And if you're interested, you can go to accsv.org. Org, I think it is. And there, there's a whole bunch of resources there. And I've done many uh, presentations there about plant-based nutrition. But, you know, really this idea of, well, really, how do you, how do you cook without oil? Or how do you do cook beans and that sort of thing? And so I realized that, you know, some of us aren't very confident in the kitchen. And we're really afraid to make a mistake because, you know, you don't want to waste the money of, of, you know, buying the food and then cooking it, not having it taste good. And that's, that comes into how you season it, of course, or who's, who's ever cooked, overcooked broccoli or asparagus. I certainly have. Uh, I've cooked it to where it's cooked to death and soggy. I've actually burned it when I roasted it. So, you know, I, we all, we all have failures. That's what I want you to realize from the get go is that things don't always come out perfectly, but you should, you know, the, you have a better chance of success the more you do it. And so you have to kind of put in the time of practicing and, and realizing that there's going to be times that it's not going to be perfect. Okay. I'm lucky because my uh, husband will pretty much eat anything. And, uh, you know, and so nothing really goes to waste. I've had some failures that I've had to throw away, but, uh, you know, for the most part, we can typically salvage them somehow. So I thought what I would do is just give you some you know, basic uh, plant-based cooking tips. And, uh, you know, it starts with, you know, really, I think that what makes eating this way easier is that you batch cook. 
Okay, because you are cooking from scratch often. And so I never cook anything that I don't double the recipe. Okay, now I take that back. If it's a new recipe, I might do the, 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 the recipe, the size it is to see if I actually like it or to see how I want to change it. But, and typically I, I do alter recipes to fit my taste preferences for sure. And that's the beauty of, of cooking is that you can get it the way you like it. And do you like more of this in it or more of that in it? Then add it. Because with cooking, it's not as precise as baking. You can have that freedom. And I, I like to joke that I cook by color. Uh, you know, it's like, mm, looking too red. So I add in a, some green or it's too green. So I add in some red or yellow. And, you know, it's just, I, I really like colorful dishes because, I, because they're beautiful to the eye and they taste good. There's a lot of different textures and flavors. But also because when I see that, I know I'm getting very different uh, vitamins and minerals and antioxidants because you know the more vibrant the colors that's where you get all those really good things that are really good for your health okay so uh, so batch cooking is my first thing uh, so you know uh, you know really if you have a recipe you like cook it bigger and that way you have leftovers uh, if it's a recipe that freezes really well then freeze it uh, I will typically cook a big pot, pot of brown rice at the beginning of the week that I can then use in, you know, burritos. I can then use it to make my lentil loaf. I can then use it to use uh, for burrito bowls if I make those. And so, because that's, that's the limiting factor sometimes that takes long to cook. And so when you already have that cooked, it really helps getting your meals on the table fast because you, everything else cooks very fast. Vegetables cook pretty darn fast. And so, so beans and, and the brown rice, those are sort of the longer cooking items. And so definitely I cook those in larger quantities and store, you know, put them in the fridge for use throughout the week. So it makes dinners really fast and easy lunches as well. Uh, with beans, uh, I tend to opt to using canned beans pretty frequently because they're so convenient and they're fast. Now I do rinse them. I do try to buy low sodium and rinse those. And, you know, and, and sometimes I will cook them from scratch. They're definitely less expensive to buy them dried and then cook them in a pressure cooker, which saves you some time, but it still takes longer than opening a can. So this is where I want you to start looking. How's it going to fit into your lifestyle and your budget? Okay. And, and then just know that some beans, black beans are one of my favorites, as, as well as chickpea, garbanzo beans. Uh, black beans, I have found them in the freezer section, and there they have no sodium added. And you, it's an in-between the dried and the canned. You have to cook them on the stove for about 30 minutes. And so, you know, that might be another option for you, okay? Um, I typically stock up on canned beans when they're on sale because I know I'm going to use them. And, and so just, just know, so just, it's really finding what's going to work with your lifestyle. And this is the beauty of this. You find what's going to work with your lifestyle. That's why it's not a diet. You know, you're eating all these foods in a combination and in a way that works for you. And when you figure it out, when you find the recipes that work for you, that you enjoy that, you know, then, then it becomes this lifestyle that you just enjoy. It's not like you're restricted or you're deprived because you're eating all the foods you like. Yeah, they look different than what you used to like, you know, for sure. But 
you're also enjoying really good health. Okay, you're also enjoying more um, energy and you're enjoy enjoying less GI issues and you know that you're on the right track for your type 2 diabetes, for your cardiovascular disease, for your high blood pressure, your high cholesterol, because eating this way addresses all of those things. How great is that? That eating one way, eating foods lower in saturated fats um, that are found in animal products can improve your health so much. Okay. And so I don't like to focus on what you can't have. I want to focus on what you can, what, what, what brings you health. Okay. Because that's, that's the beauty. I have so many clients that tell me, wow, I just realized how limited I was in my food choices before I started changing and, and trying these new foods. And now they have different flavors and textures and all these things that they're enjoying daily that they just hadn't opened themselves up to. So you have to be, have an open mind and you have to be willing to try some stuff and to change. Okay. So, so one of the other things, so definitely batch cook. Well, one of the other things is really finding the recipes you like. Okay. And that does take some time. And so with my clients, I have my tried and true that I share with them and they, you know, I've, I've tried a bunch of different veggie burgers and I found the one that we like and, and, often more often than not they like it too i've had the failures i've had the things that i didn't think turned out well or i've tried them and i've added in flavors that i like and i see the texture changes and so you know finding someone that you another cook that does things similar to you is really important and i have my favorite you know bloggers that I go to. And I, you know, one of them is forks over knives. I, I like a lot of their recipes. I don't have to change them. They're already cooking with no salt and no oil and using only plant-based ingredients. So it makes it really easy for me to then, then say, okay, I don't have to worry about changing those things out. You know, what do I really want to try? Now, oh my gosh, they're trying this different grain that I haven't tried, or they're trying this different flavor profile I haven't tried. That's where it becomes fun. So really find the thing, the, the, the um, food, you know, the, the bloggers and the recipe writers that you really like and, and then, you know, stick with them. The other thing is to take your old recipes and revamp them. Uh, you know, when I transitioned our four kids and my husband into this way of eating 12, 13 years ago, I, you know, took, I didn't want it to be too foreign. So I took some of our regular recipes like, you know, ch you know, chili, and I changed it. I took the meat out of it. I added in, you know, different beans to make it more interesting. I, I relied hev more heavily on spices to give it the flavors. And the same with, you know, the, the chicken pot pie. I changed that out to where I used lentils and more vegetables and more flavors. That is, so it's way better now. And so, you know, I think what we will find is that some of our foods really don't have that much flavor because they're, because of the oils and the meat flavor overpowers some of the vegetables. And when you lean into using those vegetables and those fresh, fresh produce, it really makes a difference. And you start noticing that, oh, using fresh spinach in this really makes, takes it up a notch than using maybe frozen spinach or whatever it might be, or no spinach. Okay. Like in a lasagna. So really find those recipes you're already using. This is, I, I call this my superpower. Let's find, uh, you know, give me a recipe and I'll see if I can revamp it for you. And so 
this is it's kind of fun and and often it's harder with baked goods there's no doubt um, because there's a more precise formula to get things to have a certain texture but with with cooking there's so many tricks there's so many tricks okay so another cooking tip is right off the get-go stop cooking with oil you don't need oil to saute your onion and garlic you just don't and you know you don't need it to ro to roast your vegetables in the oven uh, it's a habit that we have we all fall into and you know if you just cook those darn potatoes or those vegetables in the oven longer they'll get brown okay uh, i do use a convection oven i think the rise of the air fryer is helping a lot of people because they like that crispy texture but you know friends fried food is not good for you if you frying it in oil so air frying it roasting it without oil is the ticket okay that's where you want to go and then also what you're doing at the start of every recipe uh, is you know putting in two tablespoons of oil to saute your uh you know onion and your uh, garlic i just don't think it's necessary you, yes you can put in two tablespoons of uh, vegetable broth and you probably have to put it in a couple more times or water to get it to get that brown to release the flavors you know and get kind of that crispy flavors but it, it, it works. Okay. I, I do a burrito bowl where I take red, um, red and yellow and orange bell peppers and I slice them and I add in some purple onion and I cook it down where they get almost a little charred. Okay. Um, and, and I do it all without anything. I just use a nonstick pan and maybe a little vegetable broth to, to unstick stuff. Okay. So I know it, it goes against everything you've ever learned, but it really does work. And think about what you're saving when you do it. You all, right at the top, you're eliminating calories and saturated fat because even um, olive oil is partially saturated fat. I think it's roughly 16%. Yes, it's higher in mono and polyunsaturated fat, the, the in quotes, good fats, but why even add them? If they're, what is it bringing? What is it bringing to the table? You know, I, nothing, there's no fiber, you know, really, I argue there's really no flavor, maybe mouthfeel, but to me now it tastes slimy. And so it brings nothing to the table, but calories and, and saturated fat, which I don't want in my diet because of, you know, how it contributes to other health um, problems downstream. So, you know, start there. So, you know, this is the other thing I, I try to teach is small changes make a difference. Maybe that's where you start and try it out. Okay, maybe that's where you start. Okay, so some other, um, you know, tips of the, of the trade, so to speak, is really, you know, prep, 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 prep. Prep your vegetables in advance. Cut, I, I cut up my, my salad for the week and I put it in the fridge and I mix in my leafy greens. I list, list, mix in my arugula. I, you know, and, and so I have my salad with cherry tomatoes in it already in a, a bowl. So it's the base for so many of my other things. I use it in burritos. I use it as by itself, all those things. So just any way, anything you can prep in advance will help you during the week when you don't feel like cooking. Okay. Uh, for sure. Make a big casserole dish and you can eat on that, you know, again, leftovers, right? So uh, I do the same thing with salad dressing. 
I'll mix it up and keep it in the fridge. So now I'm ready to go. And I use that dressing. I, I, I like a tahini turmeric. That's kind of my rage right now. I put it over Buddha bowls. I roast up a bunch of vegetables and cook up some quinoa, throw them all into a bowl and top it with the, I put it in the microwave and reheat it. And then I top it with the tahini garlic or um, tahini turmeric and have some garlic in it. Uh, uh, dressing, super great. Takes it to a whole new level. And then I also use it on my salads. Okay, so find the marinade or dressing you really enjoy and then use it and then use it. Okay, so and those are some tips to get started. Uh, a lot of people rely heavily on their slow cooker. That's awesome. I Maybe I do that more in uh, the winter time. And I got to tell you, there's nothing better to walk in and smell something already cooked, right, at the end of the day. And so find... Um, there, you know, some slow cooker recipes that, you know, will work for you. Uh, you know, I think I'm a big soup person. That's personally what, how I save time. I cook a big pot of soup at the start of the week. It could be chili beans too, or both. And I put those pots in the fridge. I did it last night, um, in between clients, I was able to get a lentil soup on, on the, you know, cooking up and, uh, you know, and then we had it. Now we have it for lunch today. We have it for dinner. I mean, whatever. Um, and we all are eating at different times. So it's also good that people can go serve it and reheat it. Um, and it's just, it's such a time saver. So this idea that being plant-based has to take up a lot of time. Uh, initially, it feels like that. It feels like you're chopping a lot. I hit my clients will tell me, I feel like I'm just chopping all the time. It's like, well, let's work on that. Go buy the pre-chopped stuff. You know, it's always a, a time versus money, uh, you know, uh, evaluation, right? It's like you got to weigh it is how valuable is your time and how much do you hate chopping vegetables? Maybe it's worth spending the extra money on getting the pre-chopped. A lot of times you can get frozen vegetables that are already pre-chopped that you can throw into your soups or, you know, uh, you use through other recipes. Okay. So frozen's not a bad thing. Uh, and same thing, you know, um, you know, canned beans save you time. So really start looking at ways that you can, uh, and if you're batch cooking, you might chop a whole bunch that day, but then the rest of the time you're not. And that's where I think you have to start consolidating your, your time and chop it all up at once, get a couple of dishes cooked. When I cook batch, I'm cooking a couple of different recipes and putting them away. So I'm in the kitchen once, then I'm not in the kitchen for three, three, four days. Okay. Aside to eat. Okay. So, so I hope these, these help these tips and just know that this argument that I often get to that it's more expensive, look at what you're buying. Do you have to buy organic? No. I mean, I think people get hung up on buying organic and it, that's a smaller issue if you're not eating any vegetables. Okay. I'd rather have you eat the vegetables and help your health that way than focus on having to do organic. Now, if you're already optimized and you have the, the means to invest in organic, by all means, go that way. But don't let that be what's stopping you from eating more vegetables and actually improving your health first. Okay, there's plenty of options. And you could, you could definitely dive into it and say, I'm going to just only buy organic berries because I've read, you know, that these have more, you know, of course, you can do that. It's always up to you. But it, that's the thing is you need to decide what's going to what where your parameters are. OK, but if it's stopping you from changing, making the changes that are going to help your health, 
I want you to look at it. Why, you know, maybe you need to re- re- change your thinking because your health's not improving unless you're eating this, you know, these certain foods. And how you start with is you start reducing the animal products in your diet and replacing them with, with more um, whole foods, plant-based foods. Okay. And, you know, I think let's say you, you eat eggs in the morning. Okay. Can you switch to egg whites and add some vegetables? Where can you add these vegetables in? Cause remember animal products don't have any fiber, you know, all your fiber, which many of us are deficient in, we don't eat enough as Americans is, you know, it's, it's found in um, whole foods and plants. Okay. And that's where, you know, I want you to start adding those in. Okay. All right. Well, everyone have a great day. Talk to you soon. 